your stubborn weight may have nothing at all to do with food or exercise. It may have to do with your stress management and sleep habits. You can't out-diet and out-exercise chronic stress and poor sleep. Both poor sleep and chronic stress raise cortisol, which raises blood sugar and raises insulin. Insulin is your fat creation and storage hormone. If you want to lose body fat, it's important to eat and live in a way that keeps insulin low. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. In this episode, you'll learn seven things that no one tells you about losing weight. Whether you're just considering getting started with weight loss, have started and stopped so many times that you've lost count, are in the middle of your journey, you're stuck at a plateau, or you're in maintenance, you will take something away from this episode. The first thing no one tells you about losing weight is that losing weight is not the goal. If your attention is on losing weight, you may be missing the bigger, more important goal. The goal should not be to lose weight. The goal should be to lose weight and keep it off. This goal is completely different than just losing weight. You can lose weight in a lot of different ways, and all of them usually require some sort of diet. But the only way to lose weight and have a chance at long-term maintenance is with lifestyle changes that support fat loss and muscle gain. That brings us to the second thing that no one tells you about losing weight, and that's that your macronutrients and meal timing matter. If the goal is to lose fat and gain muscle, you will have to change your diet to one that is high in protein. A high protein diet, meaning about 30% of your daily calories coming from protein, or up to one gram per pound of ideal body weight per day, is the best approach to preserve lean body mass or muscle as you lose weight. Now this means that you are left with a higher metabolism and easier weight maintenance. Notice I did not say cut out all the sugar and flour and pasta and dessert and bread. Often having that type of restrictive, what I can't have attitude backfires. Instead, focus on adding healthy food first. Add in healthy protein and fiber to your meals. Add in healthy fats and more water. You'll naturally eat more real food and sugar cravings will lessen. Another thing that will help with food cravings is meal timing. You've probably heard things like breakfast is the most important meal of the day or to eat several small meals throughout the day to keep your metabolism up. If you currently struggle with your weight and are eating breakfast and snacking throughout the day, I don't have to tell you that those aren't true. You're living the experience. Now, the third thing no one tells you about losing weight is that it's not just the physical weight you have to lose. Extra weight you carry is due to one reason, your habits. Your habits of thought determine your emotions. Your emotions determine your actions and your actions become your habits. You cannot master your physical state 
or wait unless you learn how to master your mental and emotional state too. I'm not talking about white knuckling your way down the scale. I'm talking about losing weight in a way that feels good, sustainable, and enjoyable for you and your lifestyle. To really lose weight for good, you'll have to address all the inner stuff, past trauma, big T or little T or teenage trauma, and all of your fears. Fear of failure, criticism, missing out, judgment, letting others down, and even fear of success. Feelings of not being good enough, lovable enough, that you're broken, that you're not worthy of love. Those are all lies that are waiting to be replaced with self-love. Having a growth mindset is really important. That way, if you overeat or binge or skip a workout, you don't beat yourself up. You just get curious and ask yourself what you could have done differently to get a different outcome. Fear and worry happen when you place your attention on an undesired outcome. And guilt and shame happen when you place your attention on something in the past. So focus your thoughts on being present, mindful, and grateful. Those thoughts will spur good feeling emotions and more productive actions. We help our Zivli members develop these mindset tools inside of our program. If you're looking for a resource now to change your thoughts and habits, the books I Am Enough by Marissa Peer and Atomic Habits by James Clear are great starts. The fourth thing no one tells you about losing weight is that exercise does matter if you want to keep the weight off and have a great quality of life. I've heard of weight loss programs that tell people to stop exercising as they're losing weight. I think if you have an exercise habit that's already well established and it's something that you enjoy and it's not stressing your body, stopping it is not a good idea. I'm not a fan of prescribing some grueling or unrealistic exercise program, especially at the beginning of a weight loss program either. It really just depends on where you're at and what you feel physically and mentally capable of at this moment in time. A combination of cardiovascular and resistance training is best for long-term weight loss, but it's also important to meet yourself where you're at and start from there. There is no cookie cutter approach to weight loss because you are different and unique, but you will want to find some form of regular exercise as you lose and maintain your weight. We like to say you can't out-exercise a bad diet and you can't out-diet no training. The fifth thing that no one tells you about losing weight is that it's not all about food and exercise. Your stubborn weight may have nothing at all to do with food or exercise. It may have to do with your stress management and sleep habits. You can't out-diet and out-exercise chronic stress and poor sleep. Both poor sleep and chronic stress raise cortisol, which raises blood sugar and raises insulin. Insulin is your fat creation and storage hormone. If you want to lose body fat, it's important to eat and live in a way that keeps insulin low. This is why losing weight after having a baby can be so challenging. You're sleep deprived and have increased stress and responsibilities. It's also why losing weight after menopause becomes more challenging. Estrogen is an insulin sensitizing hormone. So as estrogen levels decline, your insulin levels may increase. Long-term weight loss requires a shift in your beliefs and priorities. You must believe it's possible for you. 
Your health must be a priority for you, and you must value good health. You already have what it takes. The question is, are you willing to give what it takes? And what does, quote unquote, giving what it takes even mean to you? Often the story we tell ourselves about something that it'll take isn't even true, but it's holding us back from taking action. You may be telling yourself losing weight is going to be hard or it takes lots of time or that nothing will work for you, so why waste your time, energy, and money? A common story I hear from people who know that they need to lose weight but struggle to get started is that they have to do, quote unquote, all the things. And that is a lie. You do not have to do all of the things. You just have to start and be 100% committed to small, doable changes. The sixth thing that no one tells you about losing weight because it's not sexy and it doesn't sell is that sustainable weight loss can take a long time. Consistency is key. Remember, progress, not perfection. In order to be consistent, it's important to remain patient with yourself and the process of weight loss. That's why we encourage you to celebrate your small victories every single day. Look for evidence everywhere that you're moving in the right direction. Remember that your body hates change and your mind is lazy. It will use whatever capacity it has to keep you right where you're at. And 95% of the thoughts that drive your actions are on a subconscious level. There is no class in school, at least there was not in any of my schooling, that said how to control your subconscious mind and change your habitual self-sabotaging thoughts. They're not teaching that in school. We teach it in our program. Now, you are more powerful than you know. You just have to learn how to harness the power of your subconscious mind. And it's simple, but it does take repetition. The seventh thing that no one tells you about losing weight is that you're never there. Long-term weight loss is about the journey, not the destination, and that's because the road is always changing. Your struggles will change over time. If you're in your 30s, you may be in survival mode with young kids, finances, and your career. In your 40s, it may be work and getting your kids to their activities. If you're in your 50s and 60s, it could be work and caring for aging parents or planning for retirement. Thinking that you're going to hit a goal weight and just stay there easily is a mirage. That reality does not exist. Maintaining your weight takes a conscious daily intent. You still have to maintain the eating, exercise, sleep, and stress habits that you adopted to get there. It's not like you can let off the gas or go on cruise control. Even if you quote unquote hit your goal weight, you will inevitably gain a few pounds back over the holidays or your birthday, or a vacation, or eating more than you need, even the healthy food, just letting your habits slip. You'll likely always have to be mindful of your habits and your weight, and be tweaking things as needed to maintain your weight or adjust to new goals. A bonus tip I wanted to share was that obsessing over a number on the scale and how long it's taking you to lose the weight often backfires. While having time-bound goals is often taught as part of the SMART goal-setting process of specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound, for many women, having a time-bound expectation of how much weight they should be losing is a source of negative emotions. Those negative emotions often build into emotionally eating foods that don't help them losing weight. 
So realize it's okay to release yourself from the pressure that you place on yourself to hit a certain weight by a certain time. The better you feel about yourself on the way down, the more likely the weight is to stay off. You do not have to wait to see a certain number on the scale to be happy or love yourself. Often I hear of women giving so much of their emotional happiness to a number on the scale. Yes, losing weight does come with certain benefits, but those are often misattributed to the weight loss, the number itself, instead of the person that you had to become along the way to reach that goal. The kind of person who didn't give up when things got hard or when the odds were stacked against you. You developed grit and resilience that you didn't have before. You learned how to control your thoughts and emotions. This allows you to stop trying to control everything and everyone around you because you can now control your internal environment. The struggle became a blessing because it was the vehicle in which you grew into a better version of yourself. To wrap this up, I wanted to share one of my favorite inspirational quotes from Michael Jordan, who is arguably the best basketball player of all time. With his positive mindset, he turns failure into feedback. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. I don't always have to hit the last shot, but I do have to walk away knowing that I did everything I could to win the game. So keep showing up for your own life. Keep stepping out onto your court and keep doing your best. If you're struggling with your weight or health right now, do not give up. You can do this. We believe in you, even if you don't quite believe in yourself yet. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zibli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zibli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.